Good morning and welcome to episode 87. Is that what Sid the Kid wears? Yes. Yep. Sid the Kid. Um, episode 87 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Uh, we are presented by Loyalty Liquors, Pack Leashes. Mm. We are hosted by ourselves, Aaron and Ben. And we are here, not on time. Because I'm just a bad fucking friend and podcast teammate and uh, whatever other things you want to add in there. But um, we're here now. And uh, Aaron, how was your week, pal? Uh, my week was was uh, actually it was I mean, it was great, but I like started off not feeling I went to the Patriots game last Sunday. And uh, man, I'll tell you what. You know, we had season tickets for 44 years, 1965 to 2009. Yeah, 44 years. So I grew up going to Patriots games. And, uh, you know, I always loved going to the games. But but since we've given up the tickets, in all honesty, like I haven't missed it that much because, you know, the, the NFL is such a good product on TV that like in reality – you know, going to the games are, is a lot of fun. The atmosphere is fun. The crowd's fun. But, like, you know, the NFL is such a good TV product that, like, it's actually, like, almost better to watch it on TV. Plus, if they lose, you know, you shut the TV off, you go about your day. Why, Obviously, the, why, do you, why do you say that, though? Because it you get more of the angles. You see more. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, been, yeah, I've totally. Been, I've been to one NFL game. It was a preseason game. And uh, I saw Timmy Tebow sling it around with the Broncos. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> Josh McDaniels is the coach, probably. Um, no, that's exactly why. Because you can see, you see the angles, you see the replays, you get to just see more of the game. Where, when you're at the game, depending on where you're sitting, like, uh, uh, here's a little side story. So I, uh, one of the the probably the best Tinder dates I ever went on. It was not a first date. This is the third time I hung out with this girl. She lived in Boston. We matched on Tinder because she was her parents lived in Mystic and she was driving through Connecticut. And this was, I was this was 2014, I want to say. So I was uh, still I was in the super party league at this point. Yeah, right. It was either 13 or 14. No, I'll tell you what, it was it was two, it was January of 2014 because the Red Sox had just won the World Series. So that was 2013. So uh, this was like the third time we'd hung out. She had hit me up and she's like, hey, my company has tickets to the Patriots playoff game on Saturday they were, or Sunday, whatever. They were playing the Colts. It was um, it was um, the divisional round. It was not the AFC championship. It was the divisional round. So the, the second round of the playoffs. And it was a game. LeGarrette Blunt had like some insane stat line. He had like 170 yards rushing or whatever. The point I'm trying to make in the story is the seats were like close to the field in one of the end zones. Right. So like, you know, like they were really close. They're, they're nice seats. I'm sure they were expensive, but because they were in the end zone, like it would a 10 yard run would look like, you know, a 50 yard run just because of the angle. And you can't really like see where, like how far he was actually running. So I just personally think the NFL is better on TV, but the seats that we had for Sunday were like pretty close to center field. So, or midfield. So they, they were actually really good. They're actually really, really good seats. And the Patriots ship pumped the jets, which was even better, but I'll tell you what, Ben being back in that stadium, man, holy shit. Nothing gets me more fired up 
I'm like, you know, walking in the stadium, getting all hyped up and shit, not paying attention to anybody I'm with, just walking around, getting all fired up, getting beers. And I mean, it's just such a good. So anyways, the point of all that Monday, I had no voice, felt like absolute dog shit all day. Tuesday is a little bit better. So a little under the weather this week, but uh, overall, the week was really, really good. Um, I do have a couple of housekeeping things to to touch on, but we'll get to those after I ask you how, how your week was, Benny. Landscaper Benny, and actually Fisherman. Your Benny second, too. your third nickname in two yep. weeks. Yeah, um, actually Pine Straw Benny today. Okay. That's why I was late. I was putting down Pine Straw around the uh, the garden beds because uh, you know oyster shells were in the front yard, mm, Pine right. Straw in the backyard. Right, right. Party right. in the front. Oh wait, <laughs> business in the back. <laughs> no way i meant it goes the other way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah no so that was fun i mean i guess not fun but it's fun to uh finish a task and we are finished so that's good um went fishing on wednesday fucking bailed them yeah so last two times I went fishing i just fucking uh what do you say won the boat like yeah. i caught the yeah. most fish yeah yep. so um that was, that's always good. Um, morale booster. Uh, what, what, were you, what were you catching? Uh, well, we were catching fish that were out of season. So, <laughs> Classic. Uh, <laughs> that, so I guess, yeah, we were catching red snapper, but you can't keep them. So, um, that's still fun whatever. though. Cool. Oh, blast. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. It was a blast. We went, well, our... we're, we're trying to get a grouper. Oh, yeah. And, uh, no luck, but whatever way she goes goliath or any any kind of grouper no there's like red grouper um there's one called the gag grouper um red grouper gag grouper I, yeah and then i i dude we ain't fucking with no goliath groupers that's like not trying to put my rod, 700 my pound snap in half. literally literally like, would snap actually. right in half um so uh couple housekeeping things jack johnson resurfaced he texted me what a great kid he was like so apologetic he's like i had to go to this like what he said i think he's at a conference for work or something like jack like we know you have like a like a real life too like you don't have to fucking like you don't have to apologize bro you're doing this out of like the goodness of your heart you didn't have to fucking he said, well, yo, he, my fault he, for not eating up. I was, away, right I was away at a trade show for work last week. It was like, dude, relax. Oh, he was at a meme. He was at a meme yeah, trade right. show. He's right. learning, exactly. He's learning new uh, yeah. Yeah. gifts and stuff, like in the meme world. We wouldn't know about that because we're not memers, experts like him, but um, good for him. And also, Jack, like, buddy, like, take a deep breath. Like, you're it still won't. the best intern we've ever had. Yep. Um, and, you know. You're not going to lose your job anytime soon, yeah, Jack. You no, have nothing no to worry about. No fucking chance. Um, but he see, but, uh, fired, fired off a bunch of good ones, and then I didn't fucking I didn't put any of them up yet. So he can't, uh, you know, he can't complain, or he could complain that I didn't do my part either. But anyways, um, that's that's neither here nor. I there. just I just thought it was funny, and he was like, he was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like Jack, appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you. Um, and then I what, think it'd the, probably be. Go ahead. Oh, I was no, no, another housekeeping thing. Just one more, but go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no I would like you to say that because I'm not going to lose this thought. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, as of Tuesday, 
Uh, Tuesday is Sasha's birthday. It's Sasha's 11th birthday. So happy birthday, Sasha. Everybody wish Sasha happy birthday. Happy um, birthday, Sasha. Uh, Sasha baby 20 on packleashes.com for 20% off. Okay, Ben, what was your thing you weren't going to forget? Uh, Shiba Inu. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect segue, huh? From my dog to the oh, yeah. dog of coins. To the fake dog cryptocurrency based off a of fake dog cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. that's actually that's what it says in the bio of it um we are know, based off of a fake i, I was I, I was talking to somebody on uh what day was that benny was that tuesday or wednesday let's see today's saturday it, wednesday, wednesday was wednesday. the skyrocket okay so wednesday so well, tuesday, tuesday night into wednesday tuesday i'm talking to somebody at work and we start talking about Shiba Inu coin. So I tell him the story. You know, oh, oh, it's I, I, okay. Now I remember. It's a, it's an account of mine. The husband has been big on cryptocurrency for years. Like even when you and I were first finding it back in 2017, like he was on it then. Well, I should say when you were finding it and then telling me about it. But in 2017, he was on it then. So he's very, very early adopter. Has done very well for himself. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in his store. He's in there and he's like, she be new coin. I'm telling you, ball, you know, we're joking about it, whatever. Fast forward to this week. His wife is in the store, <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, you know, he's gotten her like into it too. So we start talking about she and I'm like, yeah, I was like, I got, you know, I was like, I got 15 million or so. I said, uh, you know, it kind of started as a joke. I was out in Jackson visiting my buddy and, mm-hmm. And we're walking out of dinner and he really wasn't saying anything. And then as we're walking down out of this, you know, super fancy restaurant, he's like, I just bought a hundred million Shiba Inu coin. And we're like, why? And his answer was, I just want to have a hundred million or something. And then, so fast forward, not even all that long, you know, a month and a half, I guess. And, you know, the things through the fucking roof since then. And I'm just glad I, I, I bought anything, you know, obviously I didn't buy nearly as much as you did, but you know, from, from that point, let's see in the last month, it's up 911%. So you nine extra money. <laughs> so if you just, if you just, I believe in the Jackson episode, the live from Jackson hole episode, we talked about it. If you just listen, then you're up nine extra money in that time span, maybe even a little bit more. Cause that's one month. Exactly. So that doesn't even account for the two other weeks that are in there, but it's something, man. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> oh lord i i uh i just can't help like before i was like this is a joke and like i had never partaken in like one of the meme stock things or whatever and i've been like you know thinking about it for quite some time and uh yeah this is this is our time is now we are partaking and uh i mean it's kind of fucking stupid it's stupid it is, it is stupid, but I, okay, let me, let me play devil's advocate. A yeah, little bit. Help, help me on this because it's not stupid, but it's just like, it's I do. insane. We, the day, like the market cap, I think was $3 billion or something tiny when we like yeah. first got into it. And it's, it was it, yesterday for a, one point, it was 37 and a half billion dollars. 
I saw an Instagram page that was like, when this fake meme coin is worth more than these companies, and it had like yeah, a bunch yeah. of like like well known companies, that the stock is or the, the coin is worth more than. But let me play devil's advocate a little bit, Ben. Okay, I think it's dumb too. I think it's, I think it's stupid that on Ethereum's blockchain, you know, anybody can make a cryptocurrency in like five minutes, right? And that's why there's, you know, a quadrillion of them. There's so fucking many of them. But I do think to a degree. It does almost uh, it, it it exposes a system where, in reality, collectively, if people band together, you know, people can help each other make a bunch of money. You know, if everybody jumps on this train together and buys it together, and we've talked about the application of value or, or you know how value is applied to things and that collective belief that something is worth something. So if collectively everybody bands together and tries to boost this thing up it's also not regulated by the sec or the government so they can't do anything about it people are going to make fortune people have made fortunes there's a good story floating around the internet about that guy who yeah put uh, in eight grand and he turned it into 37 and a half billion no not that 5.7 billion oh 5.7 billion yeah don't be ridiculous ben only 5.7 billion you know (laughs) nine zeros um but, but like, yeah, you know, that's, and now granted that fucking what a leap of faith by that guy, you know, to, to put in eight G's into something that at that point probably had, you know, 12 zeros or whatever. But, you know, so I think, I think, while I do think it's stupid and this is so like counter, like, don't forget there was not that long ago where you and I were like anti Dogecoin and now we're like, you know, pro Shiba Inu coin, but I think at the end of the day, there's something to be said about the the collectivism and and people all Um, trying to boost it together. Yeah. And now I'm starting to think, was I anti Dogecoin? Because I wasn't in on it. Yeah, me too. I mean, 100% me too. Was I just jealous of all the Dogers? And Um, that that led to me chasing AMC, which cost me a pretty penny, you know? So like, you know, I get it. Yeah. Well, shit, dude. Um, all I can say is, for some reason, I don't really see it slowing down. And, and especially because it hasn't been diving. Like, no. it's, it's like whole, it's holding its fucking, you know, its place. What do we call that? Uh, resistance or support? Aaron? I forget. Uh, support is the bottom. Resistance is the top. Okay. So it's like its support is there. Yeah. It's. Every time it goes and shoots up, I'm like, oh, here it goes. It's going to go to like whatever, four zeros, two, but yep. it really stays at four zeros, seven. Yep. And uh, people forget that night it was at five. We walked out of the grill and it was five zeros. Right. It so was, we've already it erased less one. Than, right. I mean, we are the king of the zero erasers if, um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're calling ourselves kings of anything. Um, so, I I don't think it's even touched, you know, I don't think enough people have even seen it. And I think when people do see it and they're like, oh, cool, we can finally, you know, people don't understand market cap and like understand that if that thing were to go to like something significant, it would need to go, like there would need to be like hundreds of billions of dollars in it, which that's a stretch. But when it increases 30, whatever, $7 billion, yeah. in a month something tells me that like 
it could it could do that hypothetically it, once I mean, people start to you know f- like find out about it more and more i um, i totally think so ben i mean and you know for me i mean, i think for like the average person like you're you're in a much different financial position dude, than there is people. a fucking there's a riot group on fucking line right now against robin hood for not listening i know yeah it's like it's like there's like a petition that's got like four hundred thousand signatures on it yeah and so yeah exactly and also interesting just as an aside i god damn it i'll get back to i'll get back to my point i was just making but uh robin hood also had terrible earnings the other day they announced their earnings and they had a terrible earning day and it was they underperformed on their crypto, crypto? Port- yeah, yeah. Well, their crypto projections. They underperformed on them. I think a lot of people who are getting into the crypto space are kind of realizing like, hey, Robinhood's not the best place to have it. Like it sucks for me because I have like three Ethereum in my Robinhood account. They just announced that they're going to start launching crypto wallets. And the second they do, I'm taking mine out. But, um, you know, that's part of the problem with Robinhood and having crypto on Robinhood. But if it gains, if it allows access to Shiba Inu coin for people who don't have Coinbase and other things, then great. That's more power to people like you and I. But, but back to what I was saying before that, um, you know, you, you are in a different financial position than most people and allowed you to take a flyer on Shiba Inu coin and it's paid off great for you. And you made a good move at the right time and, you know, risk management and put in a, an amount you were comfortable with and it's worked out well for you. For somebody like me, who is, you know, has to do it a little bit differently, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, someone in my position throwing 500 to a thousand bucks at it and just seeing what could happen. I mean, I'm cool with that, you know, and if a hundred, if a thousand turns into a hundred thousand in, you know, a year, well, still worked out pretty great, you know? Okay. So I didn't make 5.7 billion, but if you take a G and turn it into a hundred G's, you know, that's on a insanity. whim, that's, that's banana. That's better lands. than most fucking Wall Street traders are doing. By far and, and away, far and, and away. that's what, like, I saw this other article that just, man, it fires me up. It just fires me up to see, like, you know, you're clicking around or whatever. The, I was watching the other day. Just there was some business channel on, and you know, going across the bottom of the screen, it was like. Uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average, uh, New York Stock Exchange. Yep. Um, what's the other one? The S and P 500, yep. gold, oil <laughs> futures, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Yeah. And then like some like one other thing that I had no idea. I was thinking it was maybe like a like real estate something, but I don't really know. But there, there's seven big banners going across the bottom of the screen and yeah. It's, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum are right there. Isn't that crazy? And uh, Yeah. It's it's like, and, and how, what was it last year when, you know, every news station yep. is like bashing it or whatever. Yep. And now all of a sudden it's like, you don't have yours yet. Like yeah, right. it's just unfucking believable. It but is, it, it is crazy, dude. It's just, it's such so, a, it's so weird to see, you know, and we've mentioned it a million it, times. This, on so here. this is, this is us saying once again, like, if you want to get your money working for you, there's it's 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 less volatile now than it oh significant ever ever been, but it's still volatile. You don't sure. know what can happen. There are these people called whales that can move gigantic sums of this shit, and it can affect markets. Yep. You know, At in the, in the moment. Yep. But that that just like we've talked about opens up a buy opportunity, and then just like fucking 
you know, next thing you know, it's right back. And uh, yeah, I bought. I just, big- I, it's just a, it's no, it's the best fucking way to get a little piece of your own thing in the present day. It's like right, uh, like I, I bought Bitcoin was down like six seven percent on Tuesday, and I I bought some more. Like I just. Like I, I, somebody in my position, I have to take opportunities when they're there, right? If I see a big six, 7% drop in Bitcoin, like I'm buying at that drop because I know odds are within the next couple of days, it's going to go back up, forget the next couple of weeks or whatever, you know? So if, and if there's a bigger drop, great, I get more for my money. Uh, one point I want to bring up about Shiba Inu coin that you, you, when you were talking about it, that with its support resistance. So, you know, it was up whatever, 70% at one point on Wednesday. And yeah, it dropped to, it dropped Thursday, but it dropped 20, 26, like, yeah, 25, 26%. 26%. So it's up 50 fucking percent. Yeah, net, net, you're, you're up 12, you're up 50%. So it's like, you know, okay. How many people sold during that dip thinking, Oh my God, this is, you know, panic selling, get out, get out, get out. But in reality, it's like, all right, well, you're up 50% over the day before. Like it's when in doubt, zoom out. Um, but uh, no, it's just exciting, Ben, you know, just going back to, you know, 2017, you and I sit in the back of Bar Taco and, and you trying to explain this shit to me. And I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. And best part is Aaron is it's 2021 and I could not fucking explain it to you <laughs> And like, dude, I'm walking into uh, you know, almost every gas station I walk into now has a Bitcoin ATM. I have stores that have Bitcoin ATMs in them. Like, like it is if and if at this point you can't see that that like where this is going you think all these people are investing all this fucking money into something that's just going to fail like absolutely fucking not goldman sachs jp morgan are are both opening departments to to get into cryptocurrency space tom brady's all over fucking crypto on this oh, page it's, it's you think insane. these fucking people Dude, are just doing watching, it for nothing on su- last sunday um watching fucking the formula 1 race oh yeah um, uh, Botas, who's the AM, the not um, Lewis Hamilton, but the his fucking buddy, his Mercedes, the other fucking for Mercedes. Mercedes guy that drives, you Mercedes know, FTX me. right on the fucking on his yep. like, so all all race they're going into his thing. Then they got fucking like the Ferrari teams got FTX in their thing. Yo, that's um, my squad, bro. Daniel Ricardo, fucking Carlos Sainz. Hell yeah! But either way. So then you fucking zoom out of the driver's seat and it's crypto.com yep. all the way across the banners. <laughs> next banner is Rolex. Fucking yep. next banner is crypto.com. They're like the biggest fucking, I guess they're now like the second biggest, um, what is it? In Dobbs. Exchange? They, they, no, they pay the most to F1. Oh, oh, oh they, advertisers. Like headliner advertiser. Yeah. Um, the NBA is going to have Coinbase on their fucking jerseys or yep. one of the NBA teams. Yep. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's a fucking time to be alive. This is, we are, this is the dot-com bubble 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever we're calling this. It's like, yeah, manifest whatever the fuck you want. It's, it's, it's just very exciting. You know, sell I, some I, shit. Sell some shit and buy some fucking crypto. And, uh, and, and also be able to buy the shit back. Just just full, you know, full financial advice, Aaron and Ben here. Like you should diversify too. And by diversify, I don't even mean like with stocks and stuff, although I do think there's a lot of value in buying certain stocks, index funds, uh ETFs, certain things that 
are just good storages of money that will, you know, make your money slower than something like crypto will, but it will also expose you to less volatility. And, you know, God forbid anything happens and you need the money, you know, you, you don't want to have to sell your Ethereum position on a day when it's down 22% because you need the money, you know? Yeah, so, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, like, you're 100% right. I mean, even invest in fucking, like, you know, hard goods, you know, sure. like, or, or whatever. Sure. If you got a little fucking no go buy a little piece of gold at the pawn shop or something that's, you know, whatever. Have, have an emergency cash stash. You know, Ben and I were talking about that. Also, one other thing, though, Ben, this is actually something I've noticed. And I've got another thing to, just so I don't forget. I'm going to tell you so I don't forget. I'm on the path to draft or to uh, bankrupt DraftKings. Okay, we'll get back to that. Um, <laughs> so, uh I, the the interesting the other thing uh, interesting thing about the crypto market is that they're now starting to I'm sure you've noticed this too they're starting to move independently of each other, like you would see back a year ago two years ago where when Bitcoin would go up Ethereum would go up Litecoin would go up they'd all go up together now they're starting to kind of like work on their own where like the other day that Wednesday when Shiba Inu was up like almost everything else was down across the market except for Shiba Inu was flying so like. They're starting to kind of move independently of each other, which is like a good sign for the health of the market that they're now almost acting as like separate entities from each other. Totally. Um, and uh, here's a little feel good story. Um, I'm just going to tell a story about someone I know and they got paid out. <laughs> I think it was, I don't know, three years ago or something. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. They got paid out for a bet in cryptocurrency okay yeah because a lot of the online sports books back in the day used to pay out in bitcoin okay exactly he got paid out in bitcoin back in the day for four hundred dollars worth of bitcoin this individual's account currently sits at nine thousand dollars doing nothing <laughs> not awesome. adding a penny that's awesome no pennies added so um bet you he wishes he added some pennies though yeah, I, I reckon. <laughs> uh, but I that, reckon. hey, that's that's a good segue, Ben. So uh, as of two weeks ago, no, no, last week, a week ago, Tuesday. So whatever this past Tuesday, the week before, uh, sports gambling went live in Connecticut, like online, you know, using apps and stuff, right? So there's, I think there's three, there's three places you can play. There's DraftKings, which is partnered with Foxwoods, FanDuel, which is partnered with Mohegan, and then Sugar House, which is a, a casino in New Jersey or something like that, right? And so I made a DraftKings account because um, they have an app. It's easiest, right? Which, you know, should be said, I am gambling responsibly for now. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what can happen no in all honesty the good thing about this is that you have to deposit money it's not like aaron aaron you are gambling every single day in a in the crypto market yeah okay so, you're right okay it's yeah like, that's a on. safer gamble though um eh, eh, i mean yeah but like long term yeah all right so so the, the benefit though being that like with my last bookie i had a five thousand dollar credit limit so like 
you know, I played through Monday and then whatever I owed at the end of the day, Monday was, you know, I had to pay either Tuesday or Wednesday in cash. So like, you know, that's kind of a pain in the ass. And then you start chasing. And if you lose, like, that's how you go down where with this, you have to put money in up front and you can only play with what you have. So I put a hundred bucks in and, uh, all three sites are just offering fucking promos out the wazoo. You know, like the first, the first night I gambled was Thursday night football was the Browns and the uh, Broncos maybe. And it was like bet $5 on any NFL game win and get $200 in free plays. So I took the Browns minus two, they won by three. So I got $200 in free play and $25 increments of free plays. Then last week going into uh, the football weekend, it was 35, a free $35 same game parlay for the NFL. So you have to pick two or more things in the same game, put $35 on it. If you lose, you lose nothing. If you win, you, you win whatever. So I took Patriots minus six and a half and Damian Harris to score two touchdowns. Boom. Cash that plus nine fifteen. So 35 Wait, times. So oh, okay. no, no, no. I saw $35 oh. at the odds were plus nine fifteen. I won 265 bucks. Okay. Uh, the St. Louis blues been rolling to start the season. I took them. I put 50 bucks on them to win by one and a half against the Kings last Friday night. Boom. Seven to three win. So at the end of the day, and then I took another blues bet on, I think Monday I'm up $375 after one week on DraftKings. Now, listen, it's going to take me some time to, to, to bankrupt DraftKings, but I'm fucking coming for their ass. Shit. Um, just peel a little off every week. Take like 100 out of your account every week and then put that into an, you know, into your investments or what, you know, whatever the hell you want to put it into. And, uh, and you keep rolling. And then when you fucking lose your money gambling, you'll just know that you tucked away however many hundos and then you didn't really lose anything. You actually won. Yeah. It's never losing. So I did, I, I pulled my original hundred bucks out. So now I'm just playing with profits. I love that. We're talking, have this whole crypto talk and the crypto markets down across the board today, but Hey, by the time people, people, time people are listening, it's going to be back up. Weekends are for crypto. Everybody knows that. Um, No, you're right, Ben. Like totally. And, And in all honesty, it's it God, it makes watching games so much more fun. Like the Patriots were blowing the fucking jets out on Sunday, but I had that bet in action. So the minus six and a half part looked great. Damian Harris scored a touchdown in the first quarter. So I needed one more Damian Harris touchdown. And like, but like at this point they're blowing him out and you're like, well, he's their star starting running back. Like they're probably going to take him out at some point. Mac Jones, my boy, McCorkle McCorkle hits Kendrick Bourne. Busting down the sideline for like I think is it was like a, his, is that his name McCorkle Michael McCorkle Jones that's his real oh, name Michael McCorkle okay. that's what the Mac is from short for McCorkle oh um, so it's really Mike who Mike Jones Mike, Mike Jones. Jones yeah he's Mike Jones but he's Mac yeah yeah he's Mike Mac Jones his trading card do you think it says Mac or Mike I Mac right. I got it. Okay. It is Michael. Hold on. Hold on. I, let me finish that. So Kendrick Bourne hits him going down the sideline, 42 yards. Looks like he's in, he gets tackled at the one and then they hand it off to Damian Harris. He goes in to go up. I think it was to go up 47, 13 at that point, Ben. I mean, they're kicking their shit out of him. 
I'm going fucking ballistic in the in the stands, and the people are looking around like, you know, what is up with this kid? And I was talking to the and guy. Like, in front I of got us. money. It's like Damian Harris to score two touchdowns, baby. Let's go. Ah, uh, it's just great. But anyways, what were we gonna say? I was gonna say that. I mean, it's on a fucked up note. But how about those That's Chicago great. Blackhawks? Yikes! Oh, dude, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was I was uh, listening to part of my take yesterday while I was walking Sasha and. Uh, what were they saying? What are, they what are they the touched saying? they touched on it briefly, and I and I thought like, man, we should we should probably talk about it too, just a little bit as two guys that played hockey. Um, so for anybody who who is is unaware, which actually I I bet you a, a decent amount of our our listener base probably doesn't know about it. Back in 2010, uh, the the uh, Blackhawks had a guy playing for them named Kyle Beach, who was kind of a fringe roster player you know, not, not really cracking the starting lineup or anything. He was what in, they would call a black ace and in the playoffs. Those oh, are the no, guys. no, 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 no. He was a full-time American league player. Oh, black okay. ace is they brought him up black for, the, ace for the playoffs big, for the playoffs. Yeah. So he, that's, that's it. So, but he, you know, but it's important to note that he's not like, on wasn't a superstar, team. wasn't on the, on the, on the big team roster and stuff um, because of what happened to him. So he reported um, that his his uh, the video coach for the Blackhawks, whose name escapes me uh, right now, um, um, Aldrich Brad had, Aldrich had yes, thank you, Benny had been making uh, like sexual advances towards him. I mean, I don't remember I don't remember any of the details off the top of my head. I don't know if you do. Um, I know uh, he like showed up at his apartment they, in the middle of the night and party. Shit. No, no, they like brought a girl back and they had like a threesome, but then like the girl left and then it continued and basically the the Kyle Beach, you know, he said he basically said that this guy, I mean, it's pretty gory. Like we can say because it's uh, it's all fucking on. You right. can go look at it, but like it's public information. The guy Brad Aldrich jerked off on his back, right? And like they, I like mate, and then Brad Aldrich gave him a blowjob. And then basically he, he like threatened him and said, you know, I can ruin your chances of playing in the NHL type of thing. And this is basically like what Aaron was saying. This poor fucking kid hadn't even been to the NHL. Like, right. so he was, he was like, well, fuck. So he, yeah. uh, he basically, he went to like the team psychologist and like mentioned and told them what happened. And then the team psychologist, they had like a meeting with all like the six of the top guys in the, in the organization, like the top, top guys, president and of hockey like, ops, the GM, you know, the head the, coach, right. uh, the assistant coach. Um, and so then I guess they, they were like, we can't deal with this right now because they were, they just clinched the, uh, what was it? The, the Eastern or whatever their finals Western were conference. Western <laughs> conference final. So they were heading to the Stanley cup and they like, didn't want the negative publicity, which, which they hadn't won in 49 years or something like that. And then, uh, shit, they, the Hawks ended up going on, you know, to win that cup. The guy, Brad Aldrich got a day with the cup. He got his name on the cup. And then they kind of what did this like private investigation through this law firm and the guy never came forward. No one knew it was this Kyle beach. They just knew it was, it was a John Doe, yep. but then I guess it ended up 
you know, he came forward and said the whole thing. And um, it's really a complete clusterfuck. It's like really, it, you know, a wild scenario. Um, it's just crazy. Like, fuck. Well, I mean, and Ben, you know, as somebody like you who, who has chased that dream of trying to make it to the, the pinnacle of pro hockey, you know, a lot of these guys, especially these guys that aren't first round draft picks that aren't, you know, like generational talents, like they'll do literally whatever it fucking takes to get there. So if you're, if you're a uh, video coach and you know, you've made the kid think that like you control his fate, then, you know, he's going to fucking do kind of whatever you say, because he thinks this is the only opportunity he's going to have. It's the only chance he's going to have. And so he's got to just do whatever it takes to get there. It's very similar to what has gone on in the Catholic church in the sense that the priests hold a position of power over altar boys and and young kids in the community and stuff. And, you know, kind of make it seem like they can control their fate and stuff. And God wants you to do this. And, you know, people, it's just what happens. Can you still hear me? My mic, like cut out my headphones, cut out. Okay. Um, Big, big turn of, big turn of events going to the Catholic church. Uh, well, yeah, I just it's, like it's it's fucking crazy that it all kind of you know ties together. It's like, yeah, I just I I think it's just I think it's you know it's bullshit that people can abuse you know people's vulnerabilities and desires and goals against them. But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the Blackhawks have cleaned house. You know, they got rid of uh, Stan Bowman, his uh, the assistant GM, the president of hockey office is gone. Joel Quinville got fired from the uh, no, he Panther. he resigned. Yeah, he resigned. The they, they they gave him the chance to resign without firing him. They were going to fire him either way. He was going to be gone, um, which you know is justice, I guess to a to a degree. But at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is they fucking knew about it when it was happening and didn't cover it up. Or I'm sorry, did cover it up and didn't do anything about it. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame that these stories continue to come out of people in positions of power, not doing the right thing uh, in the moment. And it happens in pro sports because everybody's just concerned with, you know, it's all about winning. Yeah, this is America. I I mean, it's kind of shitty, like whatever. I mean, it's it's. It would, I mean, probably wouldn't be fun. I mean, I know, I'm sure it would not be fun to be that poor guy's situation, but it just shed a lot of light, you know? Well, and and also because he never really, you know. But but then on the flip side, it's like, you got to also say, dude, you're you're in the NHL, like, you know, if you were really truly focused on making it to the next level, would you be – Going out drinking with your video, video coach. coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's not an unfair point. Um, it's not an unfair point, but I, you, I, know. you know, was, was Jonathan Taves fucking partying with, you know, the video coach and going Patrick back to his Kane apartment? Was. Definitely. That's why I didn't drivers. say, <laughs> that's why I didn't say old Patty. Because, oh, Lord. Oh, the only, Lord. Fuck. The only difference is, the video coach was giving Pat Kane blowjobs. Uh, yeah, or, right. or wait, no, wait, no. That's what happened yeah. to Kyle Beach. Yeah, yeah. Nice try. He fucked that up. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, just a shitty story. Just a shitty story that, 
you know, nobody's ever going to, and the Blackhawks are trying to do the whole PR thing where they're making it seem like that, you know, they, they're doing everything they can. They're trying to get Aldrich's name taken off the cup, which to be fair, it should be taken off the cup. The guy should not have his fucking name enshrined, you know, as a video coach in the first place. But, you know, listen, I get that those guys are, are important to organizations, but you know, he should absolutely have his name removed from the Stanley Cup. Um, I mean, it is the great trophy. And he's a fucking, you know, didn't he have the issue with the high school kid? Like, I was just going to say, we should also bring up that he's a serial offender because he did the same thing in Michigan as a hockey coach in Michigan with a 16-year-old kid and, you know, got caught for it there and, and you know, is, is a registered sex offender in Michigan for, for uh, lewd acts with a minor. So, you know, at the end of the day, is justice served? Probably not, you know, but it just is a, is a, is a, a look into professional sports and what matters to people and what doesn't, you know? Yeah, dude. Shitty situation. Well, I hope you win a shitload of money gambling on professional sports. Yeah, me too. I'm going to give, I'm going to start giving out one pick a week. I like on here because this will be out on Sunday morning. So people will have the opportunity to ride with me. The bias in me loves, loves, loves the Patriots this week. Okay. They are, I think, four and a half. They're four and a half point underdogs against the Chargers in LA, plus 175 on the money line. I will be taking the money line, but that's my bias talking. All right. We're not going to, I'm not going to give that as a pick because uh, if people lose, I don't want to have to hear about it on that one. Um, the two the two games I like the most, I love the Tennessee Titans plus two and a half against the Colts. I think they're going to win that game outright. I think Tennessee's a good take on the money line there. And the other one, I love the Detroit Lions to get their first win of the year against the Eagles. They're plus 155 on the money line, plus three and a half home dogs against the Eagles who have been flaming garbage for most of the season. So Detroit Lions, Tennessee Titans, love them both to win outright. Um those are the picks for the week. Okay. Episode 40. Fuck. <laughs> I did that last week too. <laughs> oh, yeah, 87. Some stupid Super Bowl 48 that we were talking about. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. I also called Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Wahlberg. By the way, I, they changed in, Facebook changed their name to Meta. What a dumb yeah. fucking name. He's yeah, such a dumb loser. name. And also on top of that, it's like, wasn't there some big bullshit about breaking up the giant tech like yeah corporation? Yeah, Isn't that yeah. what happened with Standard Oil back in the day? That's what they is wanted. Yeah, like, the monopoly is this, busters. Is this just what they're gonna try? Like history's just repeating itself. Yep, and they're never Whatever. gonna break them up because big tech controls everything. Okay. Episode 87 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors, Pack Leashes. Go to packleashes.com, use promo code SashaBaby20, get 20% off your entire order, P-A-C-K-L-E-A-S-H-E-S.com. Happy birthday, Sasha. Happy 11th birthday. Uh, Check us out on Instagram at Sunday Conversation. Um, Whilst there, uh, the link in our bio takes you to our Patreon page. Check that out if you'd like. Uh, Also, quick shout out to my man, Brian, at Liz Oyster Bar. I was in in there doing a little bit of a presentation yesterday, and he's like, He's like, are you a podcast guy? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a podcast guy. And he's like, I stumbled onto a little podcast the other day. And I was like, my podcast? So another sales rep that listens listens to the show, told, shout out Tanya Royce, told him about it. And he was like, man, that story with the guy and the mm. bullet was crazy. I was like, yeah, I know. Anyways, shout out, Brian. Uh, Benny, you got anything else? No, man. Enjoy cool. life. Cool. Love you, buddy. Love you, bro. 